Peace and blessings and welcome back to the Heritage Hip Hop Podcast. This episode is a rendition of the Mike Council, a show where we talk about issues that plague the hip hop community. If you like the content, please, we ask you to subscribe to Heritage Hip Hop on all social media, on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Music, Instagram, Facebook, wherever there's social media, there's Heritage Hip Hop. And wherever you stream your podcast, we are there as well. Today's show is about sorrow, healing, and transformation. For those who don't know, Heritage Hip Hop was on a hiatus during the months of June through August because of dealing with depression, death, and trying to rebuild in a world that tells you everything's going to be all right, but doesn't tell you that it's okay to mourn, to heal. So we ask that you listen to this episode, and if you can relate, please Send us some words. Let us know your story and how you have healed through a loss and have put your life back together in the midst of sorrow. But without further ado, we go into the show and I'll be back with my commentary at the end of the episode. Peace and blessings to everybody out there and welcome to the Mike Council, the show where we talk about issues that affect the hip hop community that are not music related. They are more related to the society and the culture in which we belong to. My name is Karev, and I like to say thank you for the, joining me again on this wonderful encounter of conversation where we talk about the things that matter in the community. Before I go forward, make sure you hit the like button. I need you to hit the like button so we could come together and make this thing big and possible so that people will see this, enjoy it, and have good conversation and it hits the algorithm and it keeps going. Not only that, if you like what you see, please subscribe to HeritageHipHop.com. Heritage Hip Hop on YouTube. Support the channel. Support the following. And today's topic is about healing. And this is a very important topic to me because, um, as you see my merch, shout out to the Heritage Hip Hop bucket. If you want one, hit me and I'll make some merch for you. Um, today's topic is, is very important to me because... I'm going to get real personal today and talk about the things that have really affected me, hurt me, and, you know, made me look get, disappear for a while from wanting to post because I did not want to post at all. I really wanted to stay to myself for a long time because you have to allow yourself to heal whenever you go through things. So this is my story personally about healing. Today's show is about healing and self-love. And I wanted, like I said, I just want to get very transparent with um, people who have wanted to know what was going on with Heritage Hip Hop, what happened. Uh, before I start, I just want to give a shout out to everybody who's asked, how am I doing? I want to give a shout out to people who have always been in my corner that I don't see. Now, the people that I do see, you are always appreciated. And I just want to let you know, I appreciate you highly. I mean, the most how I bless everybody watching. And I pray that this message for me to you goes far. But for those who don't know, I've been dealing with uh, some some very heavy medical things, nothing life threatening. Thank God for that. But I was dealing with things that were attacking my inner self, my physical, spiritual, emotional, spiritual, physical, emotional and mental health. You see what I'm saying? Uh, last school year, and I said this before in other videos that um, I have a co-teacher. I was a teacher and my co-teacher, my para, she passed away during the year. Right. Then over time, I have friends that passed away. My father passed away in June. My father-in-law passed away in October, the October before my dad and everything. Um, and, you know, death 
hits people in different ways. And today's world is so evil that um, it's unforgiving. Today's world would tell you, got to move on. Life is just, and you just keep going. And for the people that's affected with these things, it's very hard for us to just pick up and move on. You know, when I lost my parent, I don't know, a certain part of my inner man got affected because I started questioning my life more. I started questioning who am I? Where do I come from? I grew up seeing both parents, but my dad lived in mystery. So a lot of the things that I learned in his death that I didn't know in life affected me because I lost a key component to finding family and hearing family stories. I lost a key component in my identity. Every person's made up of three, man, woman, and the most high who imbues the spirit, right? And with both parents gone now, right? The memories start to pile up more. You, you start longing for people's voices. You, you, you wish you could have conversations with them. You wish you had someone to talk to and the people that you talk to don't fulfill that emptiness that's right here that you can't get out, you know? And that has mentally and emotionally scarred me to the point where it affected my physical body. Am I going to get too into detail about that? The, 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 the extra personals. But what I will say is every man longs for his mother. and Every man is an image, some type of image of his father, whether you know him or not. And when those pieces of you are gone, that's when you gut check. Because I'm going to be honest with y'all. I grew up the minute me and my brother had to do my dad's arrangements and seeing my dad in that box. That hit me so differently. And it wasn't only seeing him there because my dad prepped me for his time. He did. He prepped me and my brother. We saw the We saw his decline. I saw my dad not able to talk. Listen, he prepped me for that. And I don't think it really hurt me. Not even him in the casket hurt. But you know what really hurt me? When they bury you in a vault and then they close it. And then that's it. They start moving stuff and throwing dirt in there. And that's when the beginning of my issue started. Because as my dad was getting sick, I was worried about him, but then my hair started turning colors. Not my hair, I'm sorry, my scalp. And my skin got messed up, right? And then my immune system started turning on, on itself, and I was getting real sick, right? I was getting sick to the point where not only was my skin changing, my immune system changed, my insides was crumbling, and I think that if that's what heartbreak does to you, then people who go through sorrow, and I went through a little something, but there's people who go through sorrows that change their whole perspective on life. And I feel for them because being honest with you, we're not taught how to grieve anymore. We're just taught how to move on and get over it. And that's very dangerous. So I talk to, I'm talking right now about the emotional side of healing. Because I'm going to tell you something I learned a long time ago that hit me even harder this time when dealing with death. 
You never know how sick you are until you start healing. Because then you start taking inventory of all the things that you've been through. And I'm going to tell y'all the truth. I've been through a lot. And I'm not saying I've been through more than anybody else because I'm not no better than anybody else. We're all human. We all have burdens. We all have things that we have to carry. But I learned a lot about me, life, the struggle, death, grievance, picking up and moving on. Because one thing I let that let death does to you, death makes you question your own personal life. And I found things out about myself that I was not ready for. And I mean, there's so many things on my bucket list of life I haven't done. And now it comes to my mind even more. Ever since my dad died, I thought about dying every day. And I don't mean suicide. I mean me dying myself and what would happen. Would people miss me? Um, would I be appreciated finally? I grew up with people not giving me the positives. So when I got compliments and things, I thought people would feel the shit because I didn't grow up with that. I didn't think people were being genuine, to be honest with you. Let me think about it. As a, as a black man in America, you're appreciated if you pull girls, you got money, you play sports. If you're educated, you're made fun of. If you're not physically fit, you're disgusting to people unless you got serious superior game to talk people out their draws or you getting money with it. And I mean, I wasn't the athlete. I couldn't rap. I, I tried to rap. I couldn't rap for shit to be real with you today. I'll probably make it. Cause these niggas is trash, but it was a lot going on at the time that I wasn't built for at the point, at that point, you see what I'm saying? So when my dad passed away and I emotionally was taking inventory in life, I was thinking, like, did I do enough for him, my mom, my family, my people now? Do I do enough? Do I do enough to praise God? Do I give God my all? Am I Was I really raised the right way? Did I block my blessings by blocking, the, blocking what was given to me? Did I hurt people to the point where I'm unforgiven? These things start coming in through your mind, through my mind a lot. And that's why I say, if you ever go through the thoughts that are damning to yourself, go to therapy, go see somebody. When my mom died, I spent like thousands of dollars in therapy to find out that a lot of my personal issues came because as a young man, I didn't have a good enough relationship with my mother. And as a man, your mom is your number one person, right? I know people who didn't have a mom. They grew up in single father homes and they never went to therapy. And the things that they exhibit that I looked at within myself going to therapy, I see within them and I'm able to talk to them, but I tell them, go to a professional. Because those questions, those doubts, those things that you go through, sometimes people put those things in you and sometimes you put them within yourself and you got to get rid of them to elevate and be the best you that you were made to be. See, God or the whoever you believe in, the spirit, whatever, they never put you here to be regular. You were always meant to be outstanding. And that's where a lot of their hurt comes from in life because if we were made to be outstanding, why does do so many things hurt? Why is there racism? Why is there death and, and such drove? Why is there all these things that happen? Well, the Bible says that to be honest with those, you don't believe in the Bible, well, you're going to learn today because I'm going to tell you. 
The Bible says in the first commandment, be fruitful, multiply, resubdue the earth to take it under your will, basically. Paraphrasing. Which means that life is what you make it. So these things exist because we allow it. We allow when we allow to have people talk dirty to us and not say something. We allow people to to do the during dim our, our fire and our spirit. We allow all these things, but we have to have the power to work these things out. So part of the emotional healing that we go through comes from stems from spiritual healing, and the heal sometimes to heal your spirit. Most times to heal your spirit, you got to speak out and let these things be known that you need to get rid of them. You got to say, I am good today. I am powerful. I am a something. You have to put the I am, which is God, back in you. Because think about it. People be what reading these books like The Spirit, The Secret, and all that, thinking that they're learning something great that the, the, the Bible or God or whatever never talked about, which is bull, because it's, it's been in the whole time. But because it doesn't have God in the title, then people question God when they read it. But it's been there the whole time. Speak it out and it can happen. Affirmations, all that stuff is powerful because that's the power that, that the most high put in you to create the world you want to live in. I'm going to tell you, when I was younger, I wasn't taught affirmations. When I was younger, I was beat down by people's words because people took a lot of their pain and put it within my spirit. A lot of people. Some people think I'm exaggerating. Nah, bro. I'm telling you. Very negative things were put into my heart and in my head as a youth. And then, you know, some things bother some people. Some people don't. Some people say I'm empathic, so emotions and stuff bother me. They all jump on me and all whatever. Maybe. I'm not saying yes or no. It is what it is. But you have people who are like that. And when people go through pain or people are crying or you just feel somebody's energy and you jump, when people put negativity on you, not only do you carry your own burdens, you carry that burden. And because you're so willing to be there for somebody else, you 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 show you, you hide yours to go help the world, not knowing that you need help yourself and you have to cleanse. Spiritual healing and emotional healing are two of the heaviest healings that you can do because there is nothing you could physically take for it. There's no medicine. It's not like chew some gum and you're going to feel better today. That's why I, I really temper myself on all that medications that people try to give you and be like, yo, you need this to make you feel better or you need this to help you. That's ideal, but that's not going to solve the problem. And it's very necessary to solve the things that bother you. Because think about it. If something hits you or you put your hand on a stove, the heat bothers you. So you solve it by removing your hand. You don't put your hand on the stove and burn your skin to death and be like, oh, okay, I need a pill. Now I can keep my hand here and burn my hand off, later lose it because the pill now is there and I don't have to focus on it. No, you still need to really work on the things that are bothering you. And one of the things that I could tell you myself that bothers me daily is there's conversations that I I wanted to have that I never had. And then when I tried to have, they weren't receptive. They weren't received correctly, so it wasn't receptive. And those things hurt. You know what I'm saying? It got to the point where when even doing heritage hip-hop, I didn't want to talk because there were so many conversations I wanted to have that I could not get out with the people I needed to have them with. 
And that's what really soured me on wanting to talk. There's nothing like getting up every day sad. You know, I would go to work and people would be like, you're going to be all right. You're going to be all right. They were moving me past the death so fast that people weren't just talk to me. Tell me what's on your mind. Because if I heard that, that probably would have went further to somebody telling me it's going to be okay. You're going to be all right. You, it, we, we live in so much trauma that people will tell you accept it and move on when nobody's really telling you it's okay to be hurt. Talk about it and deal with it because that's the only way you're going to conquer that demon before you go back to your regular self. And death personally is one of the hardest things I've ever dealt with. I'm going to be honest with you. When people die, I try to say the right thing and then move away fast as possible. But when it hit me personally, I couldn't move as fast as I thought as I tried for everybody else. I have friends whose children have been killed. I have a friend who recently lost his brother. And I, and I, I have a brother and I couldn't imagine what it would be like to lose my brother or my sister. You know, and he's, they were tightening it. So I can only imagine, I believe, but I have a friend who was a, who passed away, who was in the intro of my video, shout out to, and rest in peace to Deuce H. Wood. And me and Deuce weren't that close, but when we got together, we clicked and I respect Deuce to the, to the highest. I have lost friends to diseases like COVID. I've lost friends to car accidents, murders. And you know, it always was be there to console someone else. But when my dad died, I couldn't just move. I really, really had to sit there in the flames of sorrow and go through the purification of pain. And that's real. And no matter what anybody said, Still to this day, it doesn't move me to the point where I had a dream about my mom and dad. And that actually made me happy because they talked to me. But every day I get up and get out of my house, it's not the same. It hurts. It hurts a lot. So you talk to God. I talk to God. I talk to them. I talk to my parents. I talk to the spirits. I talk to all that. And it's still not easy. It's still not. And I think about it. I lost my dad to elder age, thank God. When so many black men are killed in this world, like it's nothing. To have a father in my life, it's amazing. I lost my mom to illness. And I'm thankful. As much as they didn't do, in my opinion, everything, they did more than enough to make sure I was good. And I appreciate that. But that's my story. Think about the people out here who've lost spouses out of nowhere. And there's nothing like having somebody tell you they love you and you're the center of their world only for them to go away. Think of all the people who have lost children. There was um, a story last, what, two weeks ago or last week? And this hit my heart very hard. It was a baby that died in a daycare, a one-year-old. There was three or two three-year-olds and one one-year-old. 
and somehow they found fentanyl, fentanyl in the um daycare, and the one year old OD on it, and the three year olds had to get pumped and all that, and they survived. Imagine a parent that loses a one year old to negligence in a daycare, a place that you trust. How do you help them heal from that? How do you help a mom heal from losing their baby to gun violence? A father loses his child to gun violence. How do we how do we heal a community that loses someone who leads them strongly? How do we heal? Let's not take it to death. Let, let's go a little more social. How do we heal children who deal with the negative BS stereotypes that's placed on them and it's not their faults. Let me tell you something. There's a little girl that I saw in a video from the Netherlands or Ireland or something, and it was a gymnastics competition, and they gave every white Caucasian skinned child a medal and not her. And she looked around and she was about to start crying because nobody acknowledged her. We have Men and women that look like us that are first, last hired and first fired. We got people attacking our sexualities, our moralities, our state of being because of our skin color, where we live, and the mental disease of racism and the lie of manifest destiny and conquering. And these are things that we deal with on a daily basis. So how do we heal? That's where the home comes in, where we need people to tell us how great we are, apart, apart from everybody else. I don't care about being attractive and all that shit, because kids will learn that eventually, and we have to keep telling them that they're worthy and they're beautiful. But beyond that, for somebody else to like them, what about them liking themselves? And that's the mental health where we need to heal. Do you know telling your child every day you love them, protects them from people who tell them that they're not worthy? Because if you don't know how powerful your words are, please let me tell you, as much as you want somebody to tell you they love you as a companion, your child needs you to you needs for you to tell them you love them just to survive the day daily. Because you little young girls are attacked every day with social media. Someone has a BBL. Someone has their lips done. Women are wearing these dumbass eyelashes. They call them cumbrellas. That's what the um, prostitutes used to wear in the night in 1700s, and they called them cumbrellas because when a man was shooting their face, they would have the long eyelashes to block the semen from coming in their eyes. See what I'm saying? But that's a fashion thing now. So people from the past will come today and think everybody hoes basically got them own eyelashes. Take it or leave it. That's the truth. But women are here have to heal because society attacks their state of being and telling them what's beautiful and what's not. I even think certain people are attacking women because men are pretending to be women and they're not, and they're putting their definition of femininity on people that's not relevant. I don't it's an opinion. Do what you want, but you're attacking someone's state of being as well, as well as women who do it to men. And it's unfair because it's not about, it's your choice, but it is what it is. 
And we have so many people who attack us for just surviving or living. We have people who tell you who to be, how to eat, how to dress, what is beautiful, what's not. You got people who tell you what's relevant, what's irrelevant. Then we have trends and all this stuff. And when it comes to ladies, a lot of ladies are get swallowed up by these trim, trends. You don't believe me? How many women have died to BBLs? How many women are dying or going broke or losing their relationships because they want to follow a certain trend? I've seen a woman online who lost her husband because they were saving up for a house and she wanted to take her life savings or the savings and go to a Beyonce concert, which is crazy because you can always go to a Beyonce concert, but it's best to have a home that you and your family could build with and pass on from generation to generation. Where's our priorities at? If this is the truth, you feel me? Listen, y'all, I'm being honest with y'all. There's a lot of things going on in this world that are very tacky, that are destroying the caliber of our society and relationships and even our personal, our inner persons themselves. I'm being real. People are following these trends that are hurting their bodies because they want to have the best box or the best, or be wanted for the best sex, or they want to be, um, have people spend a lots of money on them and people are giving money because sex sells. But think about the women who follow this, this sickness of addicted to social media and they're flying to other countries to have sex with minors or to have sex with animals or to have, have trains run on them by different people of different nations and either they die in these other countries or they come back so broken that their lives have changed irreputably. We have people who we have people who are destroying the male and woman um condition by defining what a woman is, what a man is incorrectly at that. And not only that, they're defining what a relationship should or should not be. I'm not gonna lie. There's people who have a movement called the Passport Bros. I'm not against it. I'm not for it. I'm just saying, think about that and where we're going in society, where we're talking about high-value men compared to a high-value woman and how they don't find each other, but the low-level people want to be high-level as stated by people, and that becomes an issue. I really don't care what you say about that because I don't I don't have an opinion on it. That's all for you. But then you have people who attack stepfathers and stepmothers. You have people who attack um, what, what the value of somebody is based on something. And if we don't define what the value we should have in ourselves is first, then we're not going to be a healthy society as it is. And that's why the healing is so important. I could look. Physical health and, and, and all that is the easiest thing to do. Work out, eat right, put right things in your body. A lot of people are addicted to the things that they put in their mouths. So it's good to fast. It's good to pray. It's good to meditate. Sometimes you don't need to have a fucking triple cheeseburger. You can have some salad or you don't have to have fried chicken. You have grilled chicken. You want to lose weight? Go vegan for a month. Try not eating meat for 30 days and just put vegetables and things in your body. See, that's easy because you can see the change and then you can make your decision from that, right? But mental, emotional, and spiritual health is something that we sleep on. And it's something that 
we really got to look at. Because like I said, eating right and working out, that's willpower. That's just mine. You know what I'm saying? All you got to do is just go do it. And the hardest thing is to start. But as soon as you start, and if you like it, you get into a groove in it, it becomes a lifestyle. Shout out to all my people out there who are starting their vegan lifestyles or starting the gym. Shout out to the people who are consistent with it and doing it and inspiring people because y'all are leading the change in the health crisis in our country with fake food and they have 3D printed chicken now. Fast food is disgusting. And I always ask this question. There are so many restaurants. Where is all the beef and chicken coming from? Because there's not a lot of a livestock in this country to feed everybody in this country. Now, think about it. You live in your town. If you live in the inner city, you got chicken shacks, fast food, and restaurants, right? Chinese food, all that. You have all that in your town. How many towns are in your state? How many towns are in your country? And how many towns, I mean, how many stores and all that around the world? And we all, all live almost off the same thing. That's something you got to think about when it comes to what you put in your body. And now you got people buying up all the food. You got people buying up all the land that produces food. You got people making fake food. I mean, shit is real out here. And we really got to take notice of what we put in our body. So please take your parasite teas. Take your um, take the things that help you with belly fat or fat around your liver, your colon, your arteries. Take care of all that. Take lion's mane and matcha. Take that stuff for your brain and your mental capacity because that will help you. It will. Physical health is very important. Uh, just to touch on physical health during my um, trial with this thing I've been going through, like I told you, my skin changed and I went to the doctor. I went to the doctor and got prescribed medicine. I started healing for two weeks. After the second week, my body rejected everything and started turning on itself again. So I lost, I had more fatigue, my skin changing again, everything breaking out, I'm tired, and just being out, I got winded. Come to find out, I was allergic to the medicine that I was being given. And they thought it was one thing, and it turned out to be something else, because it went from a cream, like the topical creams, pardon me, I was allergic to that stuff, and then... It was the stuff in those creams as well that made it worse. So my body was getting attacked by the medicine I was being given. And I had to heal from that too. So not only was I going through my own thing, the stuff they gave me was attacking me too. So I had to get through that. Think about the people who go through things and they're misdiagnosed or they're given the wrong thing and it makes things worse. That means that we're always under attack when it comes to this world. And that's why taking care of your temple is very important. And everybody's not going to be skinny. Everybody's not going to be muscular and physically fit. But everybody has a body and we have to take care of them. You feel me? That's very important. Please, this is valid information I'm giving y'all. It's very important. And I might be preaching to the choir. But listen, how does this affect the hip hop community? That's our community. Every, we have a, lot, a large population of people that smoke. It don't take mullein leaf to clean their lungs. We got a lot of people eating chicken cheesesteaks and fried cheesesteaks and cheesesteaks and cheeseburgers and all this other stuff, a chicken or fish or whatever, and they're not fully understanding what these things do to their bodies. We have a lot of people out here who watch things and do things that are not necessary for their physical body, whether it's extracurricular sex, porn and shit, or they're not 
putting things into their minds that are necessary, like reading or, or things like that. And that could take away from your mental capacity too. So it's very important. A lot of these niggas, a lot of these, sorry, a lot of these people get online and look at butts all day. I sometimes get on my friends, like, stop sending me boot pictures of booties. What are you doing for yourself and your, and your family? Like, like I like video games and stuff too, but sometimes you got to cut that shit off and you got to read a book. You got to really get your mind right. What are you studying? You're in the music. How are you getting your business correct? Are you LLC? Um, you really, if you're an artist, how are you connecting with the populace so people know you and they don't forget you? Think about that. Like, these are the things that come to my mind, and a lot of people just don't see that stuff. You know what they see instead? Who got a fat butt? Whose DMs I could slide in? Oh, this joke is funny. Um, we like we waste a lot of time on BS, yo. Let's just keep it real. Um, a lot of us are so distracted by the world that we're not taking into account what needs to be done for us to be fruitful, to multiply, resubdue the earth, and take it under our control. Or letting people control us by entertainment and the things that are out to destroy us. And that's not cool, man. That's not cool at all. That's why taking yourself off of the media. Sometimes you don't need to be on the social media or on the phone looking at videos for hours at a time. Sometimes you need to put your phone down and go outside and get some sunlight, walk around in a park, walk around a track, spend time with children and get some of that innocence on your, on, in your system where life can't bother you because you see somebody else being happy. And anybody that, 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 that hurts a child deserves to be punished to the highest form of punishment ever because that innocence out there is the best part of life, yo. And sometimes you need to be around that to help yourself feel better. Sometimes you got to love yourself before you can get love for somebody else. When I was trying to make music, I had a song called Ecclesiastes. I forgot the name of the song. It's 13 or something. And it was about the, um, the meaning of life. And I said in the song, a lot of people want love, but how many people are willing to accept love? Because acceptance comes from inside. And I'm telling you, a lot of us are taught not to accept love. We're taught not to trust, which you should be cautious out here. We're taught to hate, which you should not be being taught to do. We are taught to think every negative thing about a person before we get to know anybody. And that's where we really have to heal. I would love to see the day when people listen to hip hop and say, the modern hip-hop we have is played out because we don't kill each other. And we don't get high. We don't do that. Like, that's what y'all did? That's played. We rejoice. We have fun. We love each other. And we want each other's company. I can't wait for that day. I pray to the Most High every day. And right now, I say it. I see people go and pack football stadiums, 80,000 strong, to see people violently hit each other and score a, a point. But you can't get 80,000 people to sign a petition to pass reparations or create a school, give money to a school, praise God collectively, because everybody want to argue that they know God better, not knowing that we ain't even taking care of ourselves to understand who God is. So how could you give that opinion? We can't get together to do that, but we could do sports. 
there's a lot of healing that has to go through going through there. You feel me? We'll argue who has the best album. We'll argue who has the best clothes or who has the hottest song. But we won't argue to take care of the things that's hurting our communities. There's a lot of healing that has to go on through self-knowledge. We need knowledge, wisdom, understanding, and truth with insight to become better people. Heal your bodies is just easier. Like I said, work out and eat right. Heal your mind by affirming yourself. Talk good to yourself. Don't let nobody tear you down. And watch how people joke with you. Because some jokes have truth. Because some people are like, boy, I'll whoop your ass. Ain't nothing. That person think you a punk. So watch that shit. People push it out there just to see how you react so they know how to how to fuck with you. I'm being real with you, y'all. Believe me, I know. It was, a, it was a man on Facebook who needs his clitoris played with, and I ain't the one. I, I, I ain't beat for that shit. I got rid of that shit easy. You know what I'm saying? Whatever. May God bless him. So I don't even want to put nothing negative out there. So I don't want nothing, no karma coming to me. Let the most high, I let the most high deal with it. And I wish nothing, nothing harmful for on, on him. I'm, I'm, I am going to say there's people out here who are going through losses and we're not even fully letting them know how much we care because we want them to move on. Emotional and mental health are some of the hardest things that we have to deal with as a people. And I pray that we get there. I want to say... Rest in peace to Deuce H. Wood. Rest in peace to Tame One. Rest in peace to my mother and father. And rest in peace to Miss Gwendolyn Bass. My man Arnold Bell. Zachariah Self. Those are some of the people personally that come to mind. My man um, Eric, he lost his brother. Rest in peace to that man. In the industry, we lost Irish Grimstead from 702. And when family, when these things happen, you always hear people say, oh, one more person. Shout out to Cowboy, Ronald Wright. Let me not forget him. But we always have people, when somebody passes away, we wish for our family to have this time. Please respect that so we can grieve. They're asking for people not to bombard them, but the people that's closest to them, they're also asking for you to stand strong with them and help them. Conversation helps. So I ask people, do you have someone to talk to? Please take the time. Please take the time to talk to somebody and get help. It's very, very necessary. Because you don't want to condemn yourself to negativity and negative thoughts. Sometimes people go through heartbreaks and that thing hurts them so much that they feel their world is going to end. People kill themselves over girlfriends or boyfriends. People have murder suicides because that heartbreak and 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 and, and that that feeling has not been worked out. It could be spurred a moment rage too. But by talking to somebody or being or having somebody to talk to can help you and goes a long way. There's a lot of suicides and murders in this world that could be that could be stopped if we had someone to talk to. I remember hearing a story for some Hebrew Israelites. They was in Texas, I think it was, was preaching. And a man was walking down the street with a machete, pacing back and forth. And they talked to him about God. They talked to him about his worth. They talked to him about all these things. And he said, you know what? Y'all just stop me from killing my work, my girl. 
Are we just going to break up and everything? And I just wanted to kill her. They stopped the murder by having someone to talk to and talking affirmations into somebody. Conversation is the most powerful thing. And healing is the one thing you could give yourself daily that could stop you not only from killing yourself, but hurting others and taking blessings away that you deserve. I hope this conversation was meaningful and it does something positive for you because it took a lot for me to make this happen because I didn't get too vulnerable, but I wanted to let people, I wanted to tell the truth and let people know what it is. Heritage Hip Hop is back, but I had to go through some cleansing to get here and it's not over yet. I'm not out of the woods. Hopefully you'll see more interviews coming. That depends on the artist, not me entirely. Hopefully you see more live events coming and I'll be back out. We were going to finish the Heritage Hip Hop Awards. But for me to do all that, I had to disappear for a while. Part of my mental health with doing Heritage Hip Hop is going through people's opinions that I didn't ask for. It goes to people telling me how to run my platform. It goes with people telling me who I should be or all this other stuff. And I'm not feeling it. I do take advice, but certain things go, people go too far. And I had to heal from that too during the process because when you care to do something and it comes from your heart, when people attack it, it hurt, it bothers you that much more. It makes you think, do people have access to you that they're not supposed to have? Because they're attacking your very character and they don't understand that. And I don't know if they do or don't. That's on them, but it's hurtful. So I had to learn more about me before I uh, condemned anybody else to be confident enough to know that what I do is important and it has a meaning, and it will live on. And that's my goal, to have Heritage Hip Hop live on. But what are your goals for yourself? Before I go and close this out, please say this to yourself every morning when you get up. I am worthy. God made me special because I am loved. I have a purpose. And not only am I going to make it, I'm going to bless everybody else by being alive, doing my best, and surviving. That may be long, but it's needed. Please say that to yourself. I am worthy. I am blessed. I woke up this morning. God chose me. The world is better because I'm here, and I am going to bless somebody else by being my best self. Please say that. Be the best who you can be. Learn something every day. Whether you're going to read a book, read a dictionary, get new words, whatever it is, apply yourself to be your best self. Because you know what happens when you don't? Look at the youth today. Self-hatred, violence, no direction, nobody teaching them. And our society is crumbling day by day because the people who are in charge aren't investing in us. We have to invest in us. It's our, it's our call to be the best us we can be to make this world a better place. Not for us only, but for the children and our children's children was to come. One generation's decision can affect three 
to five generations later if we do it right. You don't believe me? Look at the sacrifice of the 60s. It got us a little bit. Now the sacrifice of the 2000s can get us that much more. Feel me? Or the 2020s. So with that being said, this is Karev at Heritage Hip Hop. Ask you to subscribe to HeritageHipHop.com. If you like the content, please support. You can go to the Cash App if you want to. I ask that, you know, donations are good. Uh, they're uh, giving it. They're applied to this platform as I will build this platform to do more and more and more. Um, not only that, uh, please subscribe to Heritage Hip Hop on all social media. At Heritage Hip Hop, these uh these podcasts and talks are available not only on heritage hip-hop on youtube but they're also available on spotify wherever you stream your podcast if heritage hip-hop is there or or if you're there heritage hip-hop is there and we introduce you to your future favorite artists today while celebrating those who laid this ground for this hip-hop culture and introduce you to new people who are doing just the same the mike council is our show where we really talk about the real and we give you the real so without further ado This is Karevin Heritage Hip Hop saying peace and we out. We thank you for listening to this episode of the Heritage Hip Hop podcast featuring the Mike Council on healing. For anybody who's going through a loss or has a hard time dealing with loss or suffering, please go to therapy. Check out your local resources to help you with the mental, the spiritual and the emotional effects of loss and how to come out of it. It's always good to know that there's light at the end of the tunnel but mourn get through it and be made better because of it don't ignore your feelings grow through them if you like this content please subscribe to heritage hip-hop on all social media platforms we are available on facebook instagram tiktok twitter now known as x spotify etc and wherever you are that we are not please let us know we also would like to build this platform up so with your donations it can go further if you want to contribute to heritage hip-hop please go to your cash app we are dollar sign heritage hip-hop and we also have merch the merch will be in the link look for our t public store and support by buying some merch and send us a picture of yourself wearing the merch and you'll be a part of the platform and a part of the movement as we post you and we thank you for your contributions that being said remember always put god first put your family next always heal because through your example, you make the world better and the world is better with you in it than without you being in it. Your light shines greatly. And may the most I honor you and bless you. And with that being said, peace and we out.